Welcome to the pick five edition of free snap motion coming to you late Wednesday night. You're probably hearing this on a Thursday or probably Friday for most of you. Anyways, we have some ground to make up. Uh, we've been fucking up for you. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's been a little bit brutal with the picks. I mentioned last week, it's tough. It's tough to make these picks Wednesday night without a lot of the information. For instance, last week we took the Raiders without knowing that Gruden was going to go on racist homophobic tangents 10 years ago and that was going to get aired publicly <laughs> to everybody friday uh or saturday before for the games anyways anyways uh where are we at with records drew let's see what did we do last week boys i think i'm a game under 500 if i remember right might be two now yeah last week the only thing that we hit on Tennessee was Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Who picked that? You did. Let's fucking go, boys. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Fuck yeah. So that would make me three and five. That would make Drew four and four. And am I Hayden, that fucking bad? Holy you're, shit. You're pretty bad, Hayden. Hey, hey, so as we get into this week, Hayden, can you, what's your pick? My pick? Fuck, yeah. I, uh, I'm going to fade it so hard. I'm going to fade yeah. whatever you pick <laughs> so hard. I, I kind of like Houston, not going to lie. Nine and a half. Fuck, that was going to be one of mine. I love oh, Houston. Oh, shit, sorry. No, that's fine. Not, yeah. uh, if you like Houston, you can, you can go ahead and have that. Oh, no, you've already taken them. It's your Hayden, you had, Hayden, you had Green Bay last week, which in your defense, that line, cl- that line closed at three, yeah. so you would have pushed, but it was three and a half and pick yeah. five. So we didn't get that. I was on the Panthers. They blew that to the Jets. Uh, I was also on the Raiders, which, again, like I said, how was I fucking supposed to know? And then Drew. (laughs) Drew was on Tennessee, which hit. And and let's see what the other game you were on, Drew. San Francisco. I did take San Francisco. Yeah, you did. And that was close. And we talked about that in the, on the review show earlier, all, all Lance had to do was stick his arm out and we cover that. Anyways, not take a helmet to the chest. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah. That wasn't great. That wasn't great. All right. So Hayden, yeah. Is that, is that a lock? You're going with the fighting Davis mills, the long necks, the Texas long necks, as I like to call them. Uh, Let's see. What's that? Nine and a half. Yeah. Nine and a half. I really like that number. Uh, I think they can keep it uh, within a touchdown for sure. So, all right, I have you marked down. Uh, I can, can I touch on this? Can I? Can I go share? Ahead. Go ahead. So I actually I like this a lot. Um, I, I'm paying attention throughout the week if the Colts are actually starting a guy named Bo Peep. I was I was trying to figure out some like, you know, it must be grim. It's a grim situation in Indy because they're starting Bo Pete. And I was like, God, how can I tie in some fairy tale pun to this? But like, <laughs> it's as close as I could get. Um, what road are they going to take? Ah, whatever. Um, man, he looked good. He looked good. And this is a weird, like, divisional game. The Colts are dinged up bad. I, nine and a half is a lot of points, man. Yeah. I just feel like the Colts are one of those teams, like, whenever I see them playing anybody, I'm like, ah, a touchdown's a lot. Like, a touchdown's a lot of points. 
it's true. It's hard to see a team like the Colts who are one and four to be laying more than a touchdown against anybody. Um, so I, I have a few thoughts on this game. Nine and a half is a lot for a divisional game. Those games are right. traditionally tighter. You know, these teams know each other pretty well, but these teams don't know each other that well. I mean, this, this Texans team is, does not resemble in any way Texan teams of the last few years. Right. Uh, Colts, Colts have a new quarterback and a lot of new faces themselves. Uh, so this isn't like a long storied rivalry between two coaches or two quarterbacks or two whatevers that know each other very well. Uh, I also, this, this is going to be totally an injury report game for me. We have yeah. to see who in the Colts is back, who's out, who's limited, so on and so forth to get some kind of semblance of what roster we're going to get uh, Sunday at one o'clock. What, what steers me away from Houston a little bit, what scares me off Houston, I guess is what I should say. If the Colts are healthy, this is going to be a, we need to get our shit together. This is a circle the wagons. We need, we need a very um, definitive identifying win for this season that we need a rallying point and let's crush 10, let's crush Houston by 30 points at home to turn around the momentum. I could see, I, I could see them trying to do that if, if they have the guns, uh, if they're healthy enough to make it happen. Yeah, I will say that uh, uh, Vegas currently Houston, 80% of the money at that nine and a half point number. If we're just going by PFF's green line, uh, oh, it's moved up to 10. That's why that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, if that's, if that's 10, I'm 100 million percent going to put some money on Houston. And honestly, if you've got some other tees where you're already getting like six points, like, well, shit, throw them in there too. I don't see the Colts beating anybody by 16 points. They're just not built to win games that way. And Brandon Cook scores two tutties on little Bo Pete. That's also a fact. <laughs> all right, Drew, who do you got for your number one pick this week? Man, I've been trying to talk myself out of it all day. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles plus God damn six and it. a half. Jesus, God. Um, <laughs> this pick I don't know. stinks like four-day-old cheese. That's what it smells like. <laughs> <laughs> this this is a bad pick this is a bad pick you think defend so? it Def- i tried to talk you out of it earlier today defend yourself man. drew man. give us your logic so tony sirianni offensive guy you've got jalen hurts huge arm you have tampa bay who you don't doesn't... even know his name tony sirianni it's, is his name it's nick sirianni you jack wagon you shouldn't get to pick the eagles anymore you don't oh, even know their coach's name this i is... just picked an i just picked an italian first name so like God, whatever all right get it. off me um, I, I, I said, I, I said the Buffalo bills were the AFC East for a whole pod and you didn't, and that I get to live with, but like, this, they are like, the AFC East, the Buffalo bills. I said are North, the- then I said North, God that's what it. happened. Whatever. The bills guy was like, fuck this guy. He should have said that. Um, man, I just look the Tampa Bay secondary sucks. Uh, they played four days ago. They're going into a buy. Tom Brady is not going to throw five tutties in this game. This is a very much are like, let's sure? spin the ball. Up. Are you sure? Let's hand the ball off 30 times and let's get out of here. Let's get out of Dodge. Six that's, what, a lot of that's, what Arian, that's what Arians and Brady do. They're not aggressive. They're not aggressive game planners or. Not on a Thursday going into the bye. No. That's what people always say about Tom. He's not aggressive on a Thursday going into a bye. I know one I also thing. Saw some, I also saw some really interesting stats on Darius Slay. So we kind of lose him in Philly. Did you know that only 20% of the passes thrown to his side of the field are being completed? 
He's only given up like 110 yards all year. Darius Slay is like quietly one of the best corners of football. We just don't talk about him. He's a, he's a classic slot corner guy, is, is he not? No, 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 no. He plays the left side of the field. He plays outside? So, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, they've been playing side covers. When he was in Detroit, he was, he was a shadow guy. I don't know, man. I just – look, uh, you can call me Pete Carroll. I'm an old curmudgeon. This is a gut feel game. I feel like Philly is going to be really up for this game, even though they played a few days ago. They are much younger than what Tampa Bay is across the board. I just feel like this is a game they're going to be ready to go on a Thursday. And also, it's Thursday. Games are lower scoring. Six and a half is a lot of points. All right. We'll get if, if I'm wrong, we both have losing records. Who can you talk shit to? It, it, we're, like, <laughs> we're like the Charlotte Hornets and, like, I, I don't know, the sons of old arguing about basketball. Like, nobody fucking cares, man. All right. I'm going to go very square with my first pick this week, um, and I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs okay. have been horrible uh, ATS over their last, I think they, what did I see the stat today? They have not covered the spread. They're like two and 14 ATS in their last 16 games or something incredible like that. Yeah. Um, this for them, I know I just talked about this as a, as a get right spot for the Colts. This is a get right spot for Kansas City. The Washington defense is an absolute joke. They were supposed to be good. They they were good last year, and people were like, oh, they got Chase Young, and they got Montez Sweat, and yada, yada. They're going to have this good defense. They're trash. They they can't stop anybody, and, and it's it's a joke. Jameis Winston just went to town on them last week. Famous Jameis. So, yeah, I think the Chiefs, people are really starting to doubt their legitimacy as, like, the superpower of the NFL, and I think it's finally gotten to a point where – Mahomes and crew have to start taking this personally and they need to crush someone to kind of reestablish that identity as the superpower of the league. So, yeah, I was shocked. I thought this was for sure going to be seven and a half or maybe more, uh, but getting this under a touchdown, you can't, you can't, you can't avoid it. I don't care if all the squares are on it, if all the public's on it, guess what? I'm going to be on it too. So give me the chiefs minus six and a half. I couldn't agree with you more, frankly which scares me because we're both terrible at this. Yeah, well, clearly. (laughs) It's weird. I mean, dude, it's so hard to do this on Wednesday. Like, there's so much stuff we don't know. And, like, my my personal betting log looks okay. So, like, I don't think I – I don't suck that bad, I don't think. But, like, I don't know, whatever, man. No teasers in pick five. No teasers in pick five. And there are some fucking just beautiful teasers out there this week. Dear God. You can get that every week. He says that every week. God, I love the teasers this week. And, and, they've and, I've, hit. Hit a bu- and they've hit a bunch of fucking teasers. Dude, teasers have been gold so far this year. Teasers have been absolutely gold. Okay, Aaron. So hear me out. So you can get Tampa Bay down to a half a point favorite, which I think Tampa Bay will win that game. You can get Kansas City to basically a money line favorite. And you can also, you can push the Chargers up to basically 10 point dogs at Baltimore. Did you just totally flip flop on this Eagles Bucks game in real time on this podcast? No, I think Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay wins that. You just argued for the Eagles for like five minutes. Yeah, I still think Tampa Bay wins that game. I'm not stupid, but I don't think they. I don't think they get beat by a tutty. I think it's at least close. All right. So what was that? You said Tampa Bay down to basically a pick'em or a half point. Yep, Tampa Bay down to a pick'em. Kansas City down to a pick'em, and you get the Chargers roughly depending on where you're getting it a 10 point dog against the the ravens after that like fucking barn burner on monday 
Yeah, I'm having a real hard time staying away from the Chargers plus three and a half. And I know they've been on an unbelievable streak. And oh, you're I've been scaring them all day. You're supposed you're to my fade thunder. them. I know, you're stealing I know. my thunder. I'm not going to take them. I'm not going to take You're up. You're up. It's your pick. I, I've been stealing. I've been staring at that all goddamn day. All goddamn day. Do it. Uh, I'm, I am taking Seven. the Broncos minus three and a half against the John Grudenless Raiders. I feel like this is the game that's weird. The Ravens or the Raiders are trying to figure out who runs the ship. Uh, I talked about it in the review pod from last week. Uh, the NFL network, God, who was it? Uh, some fucking old head was talking about like, oh, there's guys in that locker room, these coaches. It was like Rod Marinelli, like these dudes who have won like two games combined in their NFL careers. Um, Vic Fangio, Teddy Bridgewater, like they have it kind of figured out. They had a down week last week. I feel like they bounced back here. I, I think the Raiders probably have another week where they put up like nine points. I, I don't think they figure it out yet. So, and it's in I, mile high. It's also in Denver. So I, that's another piece of that. I understand your logic and it makes perfect sense. And I'm going to argue against it with something totally illogical and that I have no evidence or... It's purely anecdotal, basically, is what I'm going to try to tell you. Um, so I, I think I mentioned on this pod a little while ago, a couple of weeks ago, there's something that some teams get, and I like to call it the dead cat bounce, steal a, steal a Wall, Wall Street phrase. It's the dead cat bounce. So say like when a star quarterback gets injured for the rest of the season, he goes they out, you know, whatever. Yeah. They, they're, they like really dig their heels in the next time. You're like, you know what? it's okay that we lost Tom Brady. Fuck this. Like we're going to, we're going to double down and we're going to rally and we're going to fight our asses off and show that we're still a good team, even without Tom Brady. And part of me sees that coming because I think the Raiders just had their weird game. They just had their weird game where it blindsided them like, Oh fuck. What is this? Our coach is gone. This is a nightmare. I can't believe he was this. still there. He was still calling plays. He was, but that almost made it worse. They didn't, there was no dead cat bounce to be had because the, the head of the snake was not lopped off yet. He was still there calling plays with uh, now everybody giving him the side eye glance um, yeah. in the locker room. So now we get this game. Now the Raiders have got all this negative attention and people are talking about how they're on a slide and they're really not that good anymore. I'm just worried that they now they come out and they're like, no, it doesn't matter that Gruden's gone. We're still a good football team. It's still the same 53 guys lacing up the cleats for us every Sunday. And they really come out and try to stick it this game. I, I'm just, I, I, I don't know that for sure. Again, this is, anecdotal. I can appreciate, I can appreciate your take. Cause there's a lot of, a lot of teams. I would agree with that where you're going to have like the dolphins did that. I think the dolphins like a relatively sound organization, at least in their current form with Flores and their current GM. Right. Uh, today, uh, they asked Mark Davis, owner and overall bull cut figurehead of the Raiders, uh, <laughs> what his thoughts were. And he said, I really don't have any comment. Ask the NFL. They have all the answers. I'm not saying that filters down to the locker room, but if the only guy showing real leadership is Mike Mayock, I don't have a ton of faith in who you are as a franchise. <laughs> and also Mike Mayock just now got majority. Did you see the weird tweet about this? Did you see this? So somebody asked Mark Davis, like, well, what's the, what's the structure now? And he goes, well, now Mike Mayock has 51% of the player decision duties. The new coach has 49. Uh, it was 51, John, 49, Mike. So like, like a hostile takeover, 
like like Mike Mayock was able to buy the founder stock and like get to get his balls back as GM to get to make choices about player personnel. It just dude, it made no fucking sense to me why the numbers thing was included. Mark Davis is a chode. That organization is weird. John Gruden, for all the things he did wrong, he at least got those dudes like believe in themselves and like he was steady, right? Like he was steady. It was like, oh, John Gruden made some weird calls, but like he has a vision and he's you know what you're going to get. And now we have no idea. He's predictable. We have, yeah, we have no idea now. We have no, no idea now. So I think that Vangio's level of predictableness, Teddy Bridgewater, I, I, another week removed from uh, from concussion protocol and everything else. Uh, they have uh, Cortland Sutton, who's back from injury. Like he's, he's got like an extra week under his belt. I just think that's a game that they win by three and a half. We'll mark it down. Denver. Laying three and a half in mile high against the Raiders. So I've been looking at a couple of different things for this fifth pick. There's a few home dogs that are kind of interesting. I see Dan, Dan, Dan Campbell catching the Bengals at home. That's interesting. The Bears getting four and a half home to the Packers. Even Jacksonville getting three and a half. Who is Miami after last week? Who's Miami to be You're right? That's laying three and a half on the road against fucking anybody. Like Miami is another one of those teams where it's like, how the fuck are you ever favored? But granted, they're playing in London. Keep that in and, mind. And, and two is back. That's that's what pushed me off that game. You don't bet on London games. I forgot about no. that. They're, they're, you just don't. There's too many variables. You don't know what to expect. You know what team you're getting on the field. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. I had the Jets last week. I paid for it. Anyways, so yeah, th- there's a couple of good options here. Um, I think what I'm going to land on is Tennessee catching five and a half at home against the Buffalo Bills. I dig it. Um, so uh, I'm into this pick for a couple of reasons. The the biggest, my biggest handicap is fading the Bills after their after their scorching hot run here and after that huge win, that primetime win against the Chiefs, slaying the Dragon uh, that they had been looking forward to for so long. They're on such a heater. I mean, they're on such a heater right now. They have they've covered four straight games in a row. They've won four straight games in a row. They had that weird game against the Steelers to open things up. But other than that, they've just basically nuked everybody that they played so far besides that. So Tennessee needs this game badly. Um, this division, it's bad. The division's bad. So I, it's, they're probably going to win it, but they haven't looked great themselves either. And they really are trying to reestablish things and, and move things in the right direction. I think they're finally going to get a little bit healthier. Uh, they're going to have um, Jones and Brown both back. I do believe uh, and then, of course, they have Derrick Henry, who's just running all over everybody. So Buffalo back to back primetime games. I feel like that's not what you would want as a team or a coach. Like you don't have to have to show up in primetime two weeks in a row. So Tennessee, they don't get very many primetime games. They're not a popular team with a bunch of superstars. You know, they're not the Chiefs that are on Sunday night football every other week. This is one of the few chances they get to play in front of a national audience. And they need this game badly. You have Buffalo coming off this huge win against Kansas City. I just think it's right. They're home dogs by five and a half. I think it's, you know, very possible that the Bills win this walking off with a field goal late or something like that. But I love Tennessee catching five and a half here. I think that's too many points. And we're going to roll with the Titans Monday Night Football. I fucking love it. But that's just my honest opinion. Again, that makes me nervous because we suck at this. All right, uh, let's recap the picks. We have bookends. We have 
Philly Thursday night catching six and a half at home, Tennessee Monday night catching five and a half at home against Buffalo, and then a couple in the middle, one o'clock games, Hayden taking the Texas Longnecks coming up the road here to Indianapolis. And then we have Kansas City laying six and a half, playing the Washington football team, also one o'clock. And we have a 425 game. Drew likes Teddy Bridge and the Broncos, minus three and a half at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. So there are our picks. Uh, I would say we're due to go five and oh, but I'm looking at this slate and I'm thinking, hey, three and two wouldn't be that bad. So let's see. See what we can do this week. Uh, anybody have any final thoughts here? Can I can I uh, petition a bonus over under for this week? Yeah, I want to see what you. I'm down to always throwing a juicy teaser or a total okay. that we like, just as a Look, little add on. I just want to get the opinion of the, the group on this. Sure, sure. Uh, Aaron, I'll I'll let you set the over under. How many hookers has John Gruden banged on his way out of Vegas before he has to? All right. So what's what's the over under on that? What is the what's the number? Uh, how many days has it been? He seems like a, a man of routine, you know, wake up, drink his morning coffee, kill it. Like, yeah. Ooh, you got me, Tater. You got me. I spit my beer out. That was, you got, I wasn't expecting that. I was not expecting. Hayden may need to make some. Liberal yeah. Thoughts. Thank God no one's listening anymore. Cause we I was not, not be around next week. I was not expecting you to go full Dexter on that. That was a fucking move. Um, all right, Aaron, shut us down. Dear Let's God, wrap it up. Down. Let's wrap it up uh, for Drew. What John Gruden said. And myself, follow us at Motion. Send us an email, motion at gmail.com. We want to hear what you have to say. We want to hear your John Gruden takes. We want to know what's on your mind as listeners. But for all three of us, We'll see you next week. Let's have a great week six of football. Hayden, Drew, Aaron, signing off. Hey, yeah. hold on. Can I, can well, I do one more thing here? Can I do one more thing? One more thing? Sure, fine. Send us, fade us or not, send us your best plays. If you got a cool teaser or something, screenshot it, send it to the pre-snap motion pod. If you hit a four-leg teaser, I will buy you a mini helmet of your choice. Ooh, ooh, you're raising the stakes. With it, within fucking reason. Somebody asked for like Joe Montana or something, like we have problems. But like, come on, like within reason, all right? I, uh, I have, sorry, I have something else to add. Hey, not, holy not, not, as, not as cool as that, but what I'm going to do is there is this feature on our podcasting hosting thing where people can send in voice messages. And I think that would be really fucking funny if we could get some people to send in some voice messages. Ooh. So I'm going to post that on Twitter as well. Sorry to Excellent. Catch, catch you guys off. Please do. Love it. Please do. Love and it. honestly, yeah, you do that. I'll send you like five bucks in Bitcoin. So like, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we'll see you next week bye mom bye mom